Hello Seeker, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. This episode is for my fellow empaths, my highly sensitive seekers that are looking to unlock themselves into their next level of manifestation. This is such a good episode. I can deeply relate being an empath myself. Manifestation is different for us. Life is different for us. So I am really excited that you are here. And if manifestation and being an empath and this journey of self-mastery is everything that that you are about right now and you are committed to creating the life that you're meant for, freeing yourself from the inside out, doing the work and really showing up magnetic and learning how to unlock your authentic self and manifest everything that you're here to manifest. If this is everything that you are about right now, I want you to go check out Activated, which is in the show notes. The link is there. It's a six week manifestation and reprogramming portal for M paths to learn how to master this life, master the art of deliberate creation, heal what is holding them back and really learn how to bring yourself to the next level. So it's an immersive experience where you will move the needle forward in your life. You are fully supported with activations. There's even pre-work that comes out two weeks before the program starts, which is being launched any day. There's pre-work. There are meditations, activations, trainings, workbooks. I've got you covered from all the angles. This is truly an upgrading experience that is for you. So I needed to make sure that you knew about Activated. Go ahead and check the link in the show notes. Again, it is for empaths. It is for highly sensitive seekers because you are my people and manifestation is different for us. So without further ado, let's launch into today's episode. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to your new favorite podcast. I am so excited to be spending these moments with you. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, and I am honored. I truly am honored to spend these moments with you. And I'm really excited for you because the fact that you are here, the fact that you keep tuning in really truly means that you're committed to your growth. And I know I say that in pretty much every episode, um, but I'm so present to it because even the energy of a podcast or a podcast like this is self-care. It is self-love. So good job. If you even want right now, put your hand on your heart and really just take in the fact that you are a seeker, you're continuously bettering your life by doing things like this. There's a very different energy between mindlessly scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or listening to a podcast. And that was something that when I started doing my show and I first started doing this over a year ago, 
um, I realized that I was like, oh, this is why it feels so good. Because before that, I used to go live on Facebook a lot. And I post on Facebook, I post on Instagram. I prefer right now these days, Instagram, come find me <laughs> at Talia Joy Manifestation. Um, but you know, I used to post, I used to go live even for paid group trainings. I would have a Facebook group and go live in the group. Um, and then I started doing Zoom and then I started working just more with one-on-ones and more intimate containers. And I realized that I really wanted to take my business off Facebook. Basically, I'm not against Facebook or Instagram, but what I actually recognized one day is, do I want to encourage my people to go on Facebook more? Or do I want to encourage them to sometimes put the phone down? right? Put the phone down, do something for you. And I recognize that as much as a podcast generally comes through your phone, through an app, a podcast can be an act of self-love where you put it on when you're cleaning or you're driving or you're doing the dishes or you're walking the dog. (laughs) Let me know if you're doing one of those things right now. Um, You can put it on and create a moment for you. And if you were on a walk or you were doing the dishes or you were driving, I would never say like, come watch my 45 minute video on Facebook. So I just really love this podcast platform. I love the fact that you are turning your life into self-help or self-work. You are continuously seeking and bettering yourself and empowering yourself through things like podcasts. And it just makes me honored to know that I am here in this moment, helping you, supporting you, and you are the one that is causing that. You are the one that is dialing into the frequency of what we're talking about today. So I often use the example, if you've heard my work before, if you've been around for a bit, I often use the example of intuition being like a radio dial where, or like a radio, like a radio system. So the radio stations are always playing, right? Right now you have in in the, in the waves, (laughs) the radio waves, you have hundreds probably, or close to it of stations coming through right now, but you can't hear any of them when you get the radio and then you dial it to the right frequency all of a sudden your favorite Smashing Pumpkins song comes on. (laughs) I said that intentionally so that everybody younger than me is like the what? And everybody around my age is like, yeah, the 90s. Um, So, you know, your favorite song comes on the radio because you dialed into the right station. So this podcast, this episode is playing, is out there, is available, but you are the one that attracted it into your life. Whether or not you were like, okay, this was recommended to me, I'll check it out. Or, oh, that looks like an interesting title, I'll do that. Or, yay, Talia's got a new episode, I'm the first one in. (laughs) Whatever it is, you tuned in, you are here, you have aligned your energy for this moment for what you need to hear. And for that I am freaking grateful. That is us being connected. And I've been talking about this a little bit, that we all have soul contracts. And when you make the choice to dial in, you are honoring that inner guide that is guiding you to me right now, to this work, to this type of information. You are allowing it in through me, through other podcasts, books, courses, all the stuff that you're doing, you are freaking there. And because today I'm talking about empaths and manifesting, and the keys to unlocking sort of the empath magnetism, the empath manifestation ability, I want to say that sometimes it probably feels like you're not moving forward or you're not moving forward as quickly as you want. Sometimes it feels like you should be there by now, that you should be more magnetic and manifesting and healed and over it by now, right? 
And the reason I say that in regards to empath and you notice I say feel (laughs) to be an empath is a rich inner world of feelings. And I'm going to cover that in this episode a little bit more about what it's like to be an empath and how that impacts manifestation because it's everything. So I first want to say, my love, I know what it feels like no matter what's going on in your life to feel like you want to be farther ahead or you should be there by now. And this episode is going to really, really help you, but I just want to pause in that and say, I know what it feels like no matter how much, you know, success outwardly I get, I can still have these feelings of not enough. No matter how much my bank account has changed in the last year or two, I can still feel like it's not enough. No matter how much my body has changed or how healthy I am or how good I feel in my skin, I can have moments of feeling not enough. And I can do this with everything. (laughs) It's not just body and it's not just money and business. It can come into every area of my life. I can feel like I don't have enough time, like I don't have enough support, like I'm alone in this, right? And I've been sharing that especially with my one-on-one clients, but I've been sharing it more vulnerably that one of my biggest stories, one of my biggest beliefs that was from my wounded lifetime, my inner child, my, you know, what I had learned. One of the biggest wounds I carry is I am alone slash nobody gives a shit slash I'm alone in this, which are just kind of all the same. But that's what comes up for me. And being an empath, I can attach that, that like nobody cares and I'm alone to everything. I can attach it um, to really mundane sort of normal everyday things. If somebody's late or someone doesn't show up or whatever to like, nobody cares, fuck this, I'm on my own. And I can like default very quickly into that given, you know, that being said, I have changed that dramatically in the last like six months to year. And then the last few months really hyper-focusing on the reprogramming, which is everything that activated is about the activated program that is launching really, really soon. Um, March 24th, I believe is our launching date. So it's, it's the carts closing soon. It's, It's a journey of freeing yourself to manifest. That's what Activated truly is. It is so big and massive and beyond me that I'm so excited for the beautiful seekers that are going through it. So if you haven't registered, go check out the link in the show notes, Activated, a six-week portal of healing and manifestation. But anyways, I have changed this, I'm alone in this belief a lot lately through deep healing and then reprogramming. But In my everyday life, I still am aware that it comes up like we can be triggered. It's just that now I have the tools to not let it rock my energy, not to become a victim of the thought, not to have it have me be reactive and sour and bitter and triggered and and sad most of the time. (laughs) I've gotten really good at that and that has dramatically shifted my energy. So to go way back to the empath thing. I think that, I know that empaths, we have these limiting beliefs and a lot of times it's about not being enough or being unsupported in some way, shape or form, but we feel it so deeply. So people who are not empaths, everybody has this wounding, these inner child, inner teenager wounds, things that we've been told, shit that's been reinforced over our whole lives. We all have it. But to be an empath is like you take a belief and then you layer on 700 times the emotion that a regular person would feel, or you feel that sense of failure or being alone so deeply that it's almost hard to navigate 
navigate life. It's hard to move through no matter what anyone could say like, Oh, sweetie, but you've come so far. It's like in that moment, it is all consuming when you are believing the things that have been trained into you that are holding you back. So I didn't plan on doing such a rant because this entire episode is about this and about being an empath and how to unlock the empath into manifestation. Um, but I did really just want to say that I feel you. I am here with you. Being an empath is a rich inner world. So let's start. (laughs) Let's start by kind of going into what an empath is. And I know a lot of you, you've been around for a while and I teach, I have a a course called The Empowered Empath that I know a lot of you have taken, um, and I'm hoping to run that again soon. But I do feel like Activated, it's kind of the next step. It's kind of the big picture. It's the full package for what I believe is needed for us to heal and for us to manifest. But anyway, um, being an empath... What that is, is there, so being highly sensitive is a scale. It's actually a spectrum. We are not just highly sensitive or not. So I know some people are not highly sensitive and some people are hella highly sensitive, but we all are in between and we all actually have a degree of sensitivity. It's just that the people that we would say are non-sensitive, they have a little bit of a different way that their energy system and their aura kind of works or not their aura, but their energy system works. And they're just really low on the spectrum of sensitivity, but there are people that are like a two and a three and a seven and a 10, right? Like it's all over. And what What this is, is you are highly sensitive to the things that other people can't see, such as emotion, such as vibration, such as when you walk into a room, you can feel the energy in the room. If you're having a conversation with them, you can feel the moment that their energy shifts or if someone comes over and they're clearly not well, and it doesn't have to be that they're, you know, crying or they look depressed. You can just feel it. And when you go like, sweetie, what's going on? And they're like, no, I'm fine. It's probably one of the most enraging things ever. And actually just a side note, personally, I've been dealing with this where I'm like, I have to find new tools through this because it actually is starting to enrage me when (laughs) not actually like I'm throwing plates, but it's so frustrating, especially people closest to me, like my good friends, my clients, my husband, if I say, you know, what's up? And they're like, no, I'm fine. And actually my clients don't really do that because they're paying me to help. So I feel like we're past that bullshit where they'll just let me know what's up. But sometimes, you know, even with my husband or something, like we don't need to dive into everything and have a big conversation, or maybe the kids are crazy and there's a lot going on and it's not the time. But if he says like, no, I'm fine. And he's clearly not as an empath, it's like, okay, so let's just cut the crap and tell me like, It's okay. There's a lot going on inside. You know, we can talk about it later. And that's something that my husband and I, you know, now do. And I've talked to him about because I'm like, don't tell me nothing when it's something. I'm smarter than that. I can read energy better than that. And I'm also someone who deeply cares. So I'm not just going to be like, okay, wipe my hands clean. He said nothing. I want to know, but if we don't need to talk about it, or you don't want to bring me into every little detail, that's totally fine. Just say like, I'm processing something. It's not about you or I'm fine. We can talk about it later or just give me some space to process it. And I'll be like, okay, cool. So that's one thing with empaths is like, we feel the unseen. So right there, that is a freaking superpower. And empaths are highly intuitive, whether they realize it or not. They have a very strong intuition. It's like they're born with already gifts that they don't 
don't need to um, activate in the same way as people who have never tuned into their intuition or people that have no idea um, what energy feels like or don't spend any time sort of in that world. An empath, that, that is their world. And so whether they realize it or not, and this is why I created the program, The Empowered Empath, because sometimes we're an empath, but we have no idea we don't know a lot about intuition. It, it is all very scattered and our emotions run our life. So basically for all empaths, our emotions and our emotional charge, it runs our life. So you can see that it's kind of this thing that whether you realize it or not, you have these gifts, you have the ability to feel the unseen, to feel energy and so this is the part that really truly makes you an empath. So as I said, it's a spectrum of sensitivity and it's called the sensitivity spectrum. And so in there, about in the middle is actually considered highly sensitive where people say, I'm an HSP, I'm a highly sensitive person. This is where you are sensitive to the energy. You are sensitive to the vibes, just like an empath, because empath is actually all the way to the other end of the spectrum, the opposite of not sensitive or unaware of the vibrations and the, and the energy in a room. So highly sensitive is where you feel all these things. You can feel this emotion. You perceive subtle changes, especially in like body cues and tone and energy in a room and all these things we're talking about. You sense that you feel that that's highly sensitive. What makes you an empath is that you bring it in and it gets stored in your body. This is the difference between just being sensitive and being an empath. Being an empath, you actually store shit in your system. Traumas, things that happen, you internalize it much, much, much deeper than other people. And when I say trauma, I don't just mean huge traumas as far as like abuse or assault or, you know, sexual um, trauma. It's not just those things. It's also the way someone looked at you the way someone didn't look at you, their tone, the way that they one up to you with their eyes. And you're like, what did that, what did that? Well, like, do I look a mess? Do I look this? Do I look that? It's like, I don't laugh at you because I'm that person. But all of these things that go on, we we see them, we feel them, and we don't know what to do with them. So they get stored in our body because we're like, ah, oh, I don't know, fold that up, stuff it down and save it for later, I guess, because we don't know how to just let it go until you do the work. And you know, all of the thousands of you listening, some of you have been doing the work for a long time and some of you are newer to it. Either way, I'm really glad you're here because just by being an empath, you are storing a lot in your system. Your whole energy works different than other people. And so it really, really benefits you to learn that and learn how to manage your own energy and sort of the energies of the universe and how all of this works. So I'm going to go through um, five main points of how to unlock the empath for manifestation, how to manifest more. Because again, once we do this work, or sorry, before we do this work, we're often manifesting inconsistently, slightly chaotic, and we're manifesting things that we want, but also things that we don't want. And we don't know how to get out of this struggle. And it's because 
energy is manifestation. Where there is focused energy and focused attention, that is where something gets to materialize. So when we are sensitive and when we are taking all of this in, our own vibration, our own mood, our own emotions are being are fluctuating all day, every day, because we may start out feeling good and feeling really good because we're really feeling it. And then something happens and all of a sudden you're triggered. You're thinking you're going to be late for work. And then it's like, oh, I never show up. And oh, they think this. And you know, you might go on social media and you might be triggered into something FOMO or feeling inadequate because someone else is living this crazy million dollar lifestyle or someone else's business is making 10K a month or 20K a month or 700,000K a month. (laughs) And you're triggered into feeling not good enough, right? It can happen just you're going along fine in your morning and you create a thought or you stumble across a certain thought of somehow being not enough and it can tank your entire energy. We are so influenced by our environment that it's really important for us to learn how to navigate that because what you put out comes back to you. You're not just in thoughts and not just in actions, in emotion and in vibration. So if you're feeling triggered almost all the time, if you're feeling really up and down mood wise, where sometimes you're feeling good and then a lot of times you're feeling crappy or just even overwhelmed with where you are, where you're not, how this is going compared to this person, how much money you're making, how much this, how much that. When you get sucked in, you start to create up and down results in your life because all of those emotions and all of that energy attracts like forms of that. So basically through this episode and through what I teach you in activated, as well as, um, you know, a lot of the other things that I do, this is for empaths because we are different. We are are very highly influenced by our environment. And there's a few things that we need to know. So my first point today I want to talk about is healing. And this is huge in my world right now. This is something that I have been avoiding for the last probably 35 years of my life. (laughs) And I've recently in the last year been diving way deeper into healing and it's not necessarily fun, but it is much more enjoyable actually than I thought. And I create instant magnetism when I heal. And we're going to be talking about instant magnetism in activated when we start talking about the art of deliberate creation and how to become magnetic. So really activated, if this is giving you tingles, this program's for you. And I cannot wait to see the dramatic shift because it's not just a manifestation program. It's a healing and reprogramming and then working the energies to manifest program. (laughs) Um, But the first point here is healing. Because as you have heard me say, empaths carry things and store them in their body. So there is no way, and I'm going to say this delicately, but powerfully, there is no way to overly good vibe your way out of healing. You can't just be positive and just look to manifest forward without addressing what has happened in your life. So I want to be very clear. This is where you may want to seek therapy. You may want to do different forms of healing. And I myself have done many different forms of healing and it's been a journey, but to start to focus your energy more on healing is going to free you up 
way quicker than just continuing to try to just always be in the plus, always be manifesting more and making more money and getting healthier and more high vibes and feeling better. That'll take you far. And you've already, I know you've already created a lot of healing and a lot of success in your life through that, realizing the power of your emotions, the power of your vibration, but that will plateau. It will plateau. I experienced it. I know it. I intuitively see it. It will plateau because the things that you're dealing with inside will continuously be triggered, which will continuously knock off your results. And it's much like a balloon, say a helium balloon that's trying to float, but it's got a, a, um, a string or a ribbon holding it down. It can try to go higher and higher and higher, but it will plateau. It will reach a point where it cannot go higher because there's a string holding it down. And then in that place, which is maybe where you are now, everything becomes harder and we feel like our manifestations aren't coming through. We're not experiencing those miracles and those sort of daily nudges as much because we've plateaued. And from that point, you really need to push through. It's just like exercise. If you had like crazy fitness goals and for all of you trainers and health, health beauties out there, you know that if you just do like 50 squats a day, like at first you'll start building some muscle, but very quickly your body will plateau. And now those squats don't go as far. Now you have to do jump squats. Now you have to do lunge squats. Now you have to do, you know, mix it up with cardio to actually jumpstart your body again. And it's the same with energy. It will plateau. And here's the place where I just want to say that healing, as I mentioned, isn't as hard as it seems. For some of you that have been through, you know, very big traumas, I'm not going to say that it's going to be easy. However, it's been calling you, it's been begging you, and it's time to gently go there. It's time to gently see what this experience or what these compounded experiences have done to you. And this is why I say you might want to explore different things because I know traditional therapy. A lot of it is about the root cause. A lot of it is about the thing that happened. But personally, I, I went through it differently and I teach about it in activated and take you through an inner child and inner uh, teenager healing process, as well as activating what I call your whole authentic self. And I've gone through, I've gone by healing a little bit of a different way is I, I spent years in therapy when I was younger, you know, talking about my mom or talking about my body image issues and it was great and it felt good to get things out. But actually what I've realized now is more along the lines of shadow work and inner child work is there's just a wounded part of me and I actually don't need to go back to the root. I find that as I do this journey, these things come up where I remember this thing my mom said, or I remember this time where I felt alone or alone or abandoned or this time when, you know, I lost trust of the universe or of life. This time when I realized like I'm alone, nobody has my back and I went into survival. I've seen these little times, but I don't need to go back to the one big thing, the one big instance. So I want you to just know that you are safe. And for some people with really big trauma, the thought of going back there understandably is terrifying. It will shut your brain down. It will shut your body down and everything in you will go, no, 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 not going there, not going there. 
So what I want to invite you to do is to look more in the angles of shadow work and inner child work instead of always needing to go back to the scene. However, if you go back to the scene and you have an awesome therapist or trauma informed someone that can help you and guide you gently through the process, fucking go for it, girl. You know, whatever is your way is your way. And that's why there's so many healing modalities available from plant medicine to herbs and vitamins, to therapy, to EMDR, to energy healing, past life clearing, you know, there's coaching, there's so many ways. And I recommend you trying them and knowing that you don't have to do anything that is unsafe. So I just kind of want to talk to that for the people with really big traumas and that have that thing they don't want to go back to permission that you don't have to go back to it if you're not ready for that but there are other ways to do it. So why we need to heal again is because as an empath, you have absorbed all the things that have ever happened to you. And then all of the ways that it's been triggered a million times a day, which is a lot. So you are an optimistic person. You're a seeker. You're really doing such an amazing job in this life. You are a beacon of light. You are wise, you are intuitive. And there's a part of you that's wounded and that wound gets triggered. And when we get triggered, we stay it. It feels so real. It shifts our whole vibe. And that is usually when we don't experience like a huge influx in money or the miraculous body healing, because here I really truly know in my soul, you can manifest anything from miracle healings to a million dollars, to a client tomorrow, to your soulmate, to an all expenses paid trip to Indonesia or Thailand or Japan or Australia. You can manifest anything. And to the universe, it's really no different. A cup of coffee is no different than a million dollars. It's your vibration and it's your energy and what you believe is possible and what you know yourself to be. So when you have not gone through the healing journey, you don't know yourself to be at someone who is so fucking capable and supported and powerful and worth it. You actually know yourself to be somebody who is powerful and has overcome a lot, but you don't know if you can fully trust yourself. You don't know if you can trust the universe. You always have this sense of lack. You always have this sense of being unsupported. That's because you have wounds, my love. So first and foremost, permission to heal, permission to know that it was not your fault. It was, you were not expected to know how to handle the things you've been through. How did you, how could you have ever had the tools when you were six years old or eight years old or 15 years old or two years old? How could you have ever known? And even five years ago, 10 years ago, you didn't have the tools to deal with what you were dealing with, but you are starting to do that now. So as we activate our whole authentic self, as I take you through and activated, and we actually allow that self to help us heal, to guide us, to be wise, to give that healing to our inner child, to the shadow, to the parts of us that are wounded, we start to become more whole. And we recognize that there is a part of me that is wounded and there's also a badass strong part of me. And these parts can work together for my wholeness, for my healing, for my cellular regeneration to really truly start to know myself as somebody who is different. I get to know myself as trustworthy. I get to build that. And then manifestation and leaning into self-care and good vibrations and intuition and focusing on what you desire 
is so much easier. You become a clear channel because of course you know you're worthy of it. Of course you're going to treat yourself well. Of course you're a magnetic being that has faith and trust in the universe because you've healed the parts of you that were never shown that. The parts of you that were actually shown the opposite. Maybe you weren't worthy. Maybe you couldn't trust life. Maybe you couldn't trust the people around you. Maybe you were shown in some way, given shame, given guilt, given trauma. So it's time to heal my love. And I would love to help you in activated and in any way that I can. And it's a layering process. It's something to take your time with. It's something to go as you are called and to go to the modalities that resonate with you. If you're more of Eastern medicine and energy work, go that way. If you've been curious about plant medicine and using the earth to heal, go that way. If you want to talk to someone and go through processes of people, um, therapy or, um, different ways that you can work through with a professional, do that. If you want to do EMDR or tapping or anything else. Just start trying and know that you are being guided and know you're never going to be called to go to that one big thing, to be put out there, to be extra wounded over again, um, without support and, or you will never be put in a situation that ends you, that you end up being worse. I'm going to tell you that it is worth it to really look at these parts of yourself. So the very first part, which I didn't you know, really plan on talking so long about, but it is about healing because we can only go so high when we haven't looked at what is below. And so the next aspect of unlocking the manifester, the empath manifester is releasing. And this goes along with the healing, but we need to be doing daily energy releasing and alchemizing because again, we pick up so much in a day. We pick up energy from the um, cashier or the pizza guy or your spouse, your kid, your loved ones around you, the media, clients, friends, people online. We are soaking up energy. And again, it's getting stored in our body. So the second aspect, which is releasing, is is so freeing to your vibration. It really helps in the healing process of not just like continuously carrying and never getting rid of. So some of my favorite ways to release are actually through energy alchemy. And there's a bunch of different ways I'll share with you. So for me, first of all, I love physical, physical work. So meaning like I'll go for a run or I'll jump on the spot. Bouncing is something that is very grounding, which is our next point, but bouncing, um, jumping jacks, you know, and I also love something that I call in, uh, intentional anger. So I will go to a pillow and scream in a pillow. I will scream in my car. If I'm feeling frustrated, I let it out in a way that is safe in a way that like, I'm not going to scream at my children, but I might go upstairs and close the door and put my head in a pillow and let it out. So releasing is a big aspect of this because you are caring so much. And that's part of the quote unquote problem, which is not really a problem. It's a gift. We're just learning to manage it. Um, but part of what keeps you, um, stuck or what has you locked up blocked, so to speak, is the fact that you're carrying so much energy. So it's time to release it and letting it go through energy alchemy, through going for a run exercise. Breath work is so powerful for releasing the energy that you are carrying over a day. You could choose to journal if you're someone who enjoys journaling, but use the prompt. I now release blank. I now release blank. I am willing to release blank. I am willing to let go of blank. And I will get people in 
the Quantum Leap Mentorship, there's a week where we're focusing on releasing. And every day, I want you to start your day journaling. Today, I'm willing to let go of. And that really helps to alchemize. And don't worry about it being pages and pages. Just write what comes out. And then if you find that you're not writing about what you're willing to let go of anymore, um, just end the journal and do something else or write in a different place something else because this exercise is very potent and it's like I am willing to release XYZ today. And then you may need to come back to it several times. So when I've been, as I've been reprogramming the nobody cares, I'm alone in this story, I am constantly um, being aware, and, and I do take you through this inactivated, so I can't give too much away, but being aware when that story creeps up, asking myself, like, is this not an, or is this, you're alone in this again? <laughs> like, oh, hey. And then I breathe in, I breathe out, and I say, I'm willing to let go of I'm alone in this. In this moment, just for now, I am willing to let go of I am not enough, or I am alone in this, or there is not enough time, or nobody cares, or whatever your story is. Right now, I'm willing to let go. So continuously releasing. And then I always love things like nurturing the physical body through like extra water, or I've done cleanses before. I don't recommend you all of a sudden go on a big cleanse, you know, do what's right for you, do what's right for your body. But different forms of releasing, like drinking extra water, moving your body, writing it out, bouncing, jumping jacks, just like one of my favorite ones it's hard to describe in audio but I you know the Jay-Z get that dirt off your shoulders kind of thing (laughs) I do that but I also like put my arms out and I just like flick the energy off with my hands I shake my my hands and my wrists and I shake my arms and I will do this whole thing and usually I'm sitting on my yoga mat and I flick 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 shaking my hands and my arms like getting that energy out and then I'll stop and I'll open up my chest and I'll put my arms out like I'm standing on a cliff flying I put my arms out and I receive and then I flick, flick, flick and move the energy and, and shake my hands and my legs. And then I open up my chest and I receive. And that is a beautiful way of releasing what you're carrying. It could be an irritant from an hour ago, or it could be the deeper energies of not enoughness, of funkiness, of feeling blocked, stuck, stagnant, whatever, really giving yourself permission to release it. And the third aspect of unlocking the empath for manifestation is grounding. So it goes along with releasing, but another aspect of being an empath is that we are very, very easily ungrounded because as soon as we start getting all up in our head or even all up in the cosmos and all up in our intuition, which is a good thing, but as we live there, it becomes harder and harder to be human. So let me know if you can resonate with that. Sometimes it's very hard to be a human empath. Sometimes it's very hard to adult (laughs) and get your shit together and do things and be responsive to people and show up to appointments and plan the future and have any kind of structure or follow through. The tangible stuff sometimes gets really tough when you're an empath because you're living in your head or you're living in the cosmos and in your intuition. So this has been my story and something that I didn't realize until probably about two years ago and I just realized I was very ungrounded because everything was about spirit guides and the deeper meaning and the oneness and the um, intuition and and all of that which is so magical but then I was really finding it hard to be a human and things were irritating me and it was like I don't want to go grocery shopping I don't want to think about money like I know I'm unlimited like I just don't even want to do this stuff so I realized that my power and your power comes in connecting to the 
all all the parts of us, but bringing that home and grounding down into our body and into us as a human. So a lot of empaths have spent a lot of time escaping their body, feeling uncomfortable in their body for numerous reasons. It could be health concerns, pain, weight, whatever it is for you. Um, feeling at home in our body is a challenge because we've stored all of these things in our body. So why would we want to come back home into it? That is the place that houses all the junk we've been carrying. So that is a really big one. And that is a really big part of why empaths are different. We tend to dissociate from our body, numb our body, because it is a hard place to be. But as you're healing and as you're releasing, and when you learn to come home and love this shell you were given, by the way, if this body stuff resonates, go back to just a couple episodes ago is called body love. And it's a whole episode about us, our connection to our body and really coming home to it. So make sure to go check that out. Um, But as we ground down into our body and come home to our body, we realize that this is the vessel that carries us through life. And the more empowered we can get in our frame and love ourselves and take care of ourselves, the more we become a powerful human. Because manifestation happens on the physical plane. Manifestation is something that physically happens, like our soulmate physically walks into our life or we physically go on the vacation, or we physically lose weight, or we physically have money in our bank account. So when we are ungrounded, we're not manifesting in the physical. We're actually having a really hard time connecting to our desires and having them materialize because we're never here. (laughs) We're never grounded in our body in the physical plane. We are in our emotions. We are in spirit. We are somewhere else. So I want you to start to combine those. Use the superpowers of the cosmos and of your intuition but bring it home into your body and ground. So some of my favorite ways, because grounding is very esoteric, that doesn't give you physically anything to do. Some of my favorite ways to ground are, first of all, I was mentioning bouncing. That's literally what you would think it would be, just jumping up and down. It grounds your energy. It shakes off excess energy. Nature is incredibly grounding. And so therefore all the elements are incredibly grounding. So especially water and earth, So taking a shower, allowing the excess energy, visualizing it, melting off of you, going down the drain, going outside in nature, touching trees, touching soil, touching sand, going in the ocean, in a lake, anything to do with nature is truly grounding. You could sit, you know, on the beach, seeing your tailbone, touching the earth beneath you, picturing roots underneath your feet or your bum with these roots beautifully going down into the earth, grounding you. You could stand in power pose open up your chest, feel that grounding and connecting to the earth beneath you. If you don't have nature around you, find nature, but (laughs) you could also use um, natural elements such as plants in your home. Those are very grounding crystals, feathers, stones, shells, whatever from the earth. If you bring those into your altar, bring those into your home, find your favorite rocks, touch them, hold them, be connected with nature. It is very uh, grounding. Also, what nature does is when you um, are connected to it, your whole um, positive and negative ions, like your actual chemistry of your body and the electrical charge changes and recalibrates to nature. So physically, if you were to just walk through a a trail or walk along the beach or jump in the river, the lake, anything I'm talking about, 
your ions, your positive and negative charge actually changes to match the earth, which is source. The earth is Tao. The earth is creation. The earth is manifestation. The earth is abundance. The earth is thriving. So grounding your energy will be like so transformative for you. Another option is dancing or dancing to drum and bass music. So really drummy, really bassy music is so incredibly grounding. So I have this track called a grounding dance ritual that I give to clients. And it's one I've created that's a video and a beautiful like tribal music sound. And I just get them to dance and it's like 11 minutes or something. I'm like, just try to be in it the whole time, dancing and grounding your energy. And it's so tribal and so primitive and so beautiful that they just find like, it just really, really helps. And I do it all the time too. So those are just some examples for grounding. There are many out there. You can always Google it too, how to ground myself, but that is a huge, thing for an empath. So the next point for an empath, and this is something that is going to be maybe the first time you've heard it or something new. Um, I call it high stakes and accountability. So for an empath, we feel things, but we're also really subject to sabotage because we feel things so deeply and because we're typically unhealed. So this is where, you know, we want to do something great, but we keep being in the same pattern. We keep hitting the snooze alarm and not getting up and working out in the morning or not changing our lifestyle or diet or um, the people around us or whatever it is that we're doing, we tend to sabotage and be in the same unwanted patterns because we're stuck in an emotional and energetic loop because of how dense this experience is and because of what we're feeling all the time in these loops and these old stories. And our brain is so used to one way of doing it, which is why I've been so heavy in the reprogramming and why that's a big part of Activated. It's because when we are in sabotage mode, we're stuck in this pattern. So why I say high stakes and accountability is because it disrupts your energy. There comes a point where you realize you have to do this. No more dicking around, no more staying low, no more believing you're not enough, or what if I don't come through, or it's too much money, or I can't do it, or I'm not someone who can. It's time to bust through. And I can't force this point in you. There comes a point in your life where you realize I am not showing up as the person I want to show up, or I'm not manifesting or learning how to make that dramatic change to become the millionaire, to heal my body, to find the love of my life, to really do this thing because I'm stuck in my own self. And that is all of us. Why do you think I've always had a coach or a mentor for like eight, nine years, every, all the time, because I know that left to my own devices, I will not progress as fast as when I am supported. So high stakes, what that means is digging deep into number one, the impact of not healing, the impact of not doing this for yourself and not doing the inner work, the reconciliation, the wholeness, the really what it takes for you to shift your energy, become free. And basically like, what is the, what is the, um, repercussion of you staying where you are? And you may be living an incredible life. I know the people that come to me, the people that listen to this podcast, you are freaking powerful. So I'm not going to pretend that you're weak or pretend that you're at rock bottom or that you're so stuck. You are doing it. In fact, you've moved mountains in your life, but what is the 
What is the repercussion of not continuing to dive in, to staying small to what's what keeps you stuck, to avoid uh, avoiding learning how to master your energy and master yourself and master this universe? What is the impact, right? Or with high stakes, sometimes, you know, I think of like my physical pain or the fact that I provide for my family, me and my husband are responsible for all these kids and dogs and, you know, and the inner self. What if I never reach that joyful place? What if I never find my authentic self? What if I never learn how to truly love myself, truly learn how to master this energy and become that magnetic version? Not only will I not manifest what I want, but I don't want to be insecure my whole life. I don't want to feel like nobody cares. I don't want to feel like nobody gives a shit about me. Those were some of the big things that really led to me being like, fine, what is it going to take? The investment, the time, the showing up for myself, the actually meditating, actually doing energy activations, actually going there and trusting in myself that I can do this and I can become this magnetic version. So you need to find your high stakes. You need to find what lights the fire under you. And sometimes like I've invested before where I'm paying a thousand dollars a month to somebody that to me is also high stakes. I'm paying a thousand dollars. I'm going to get everything out of this coaching experience that, um, that I am paying for. That could be a version of high stakes. So we find all these different ways in which we realize we have to show up. This is the time. No more excuses. No more putting ourselves aside. This is the time for inner mastery so that you can truly show up in your life. When you find that for yourself, you will be kicked into action in a good way, a loving way where you will never be the same. And that is instant magnetism. That is manifestation right there. When you're like, F it, I'm doing it. I'm committed. That is where you start truly manifesting more. So then the other part of that is accountability. Again, with empaths, we tend to feel things so immensely that it's easy for us to withdraw. It's easy for us to not go to people. It's easy for us when someone says, if you need anything, let us know. We will never let you know. (laughs) Generally, it's very easy for us to isolate and therefore sabotage. And so accountability is something that is so important for empaths also because we live a hundred lives every day, a hundred thousand shades of emotion every day. So accountability can be from, you know, one really good friend who is on this path with you and you have weekly phone calls and you check in and you have a safe space, but it's also somebody who sees the best in you and keeps you going forward. Of course, it can be a group or a mentor or somebody keeping you accountable. And they've studied this over and over and over the power of group fitness versus just doing it on your own or having a trainer where your appointment is 10 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you show up for that. You're accountable for that. So in whatever way it resonates for you, continue to be accountable. And this is one reason why I always have like a one-on-one coach, but I also love like groups. And when the right group program or mastermind comes up and I feel that it's right, I'm like, hell yeah, I want a group of people that are all focused on this outcome that I can go through the journey with and be accountable for with, wait, and be accountable with, I think. Um, So, you know, in whatever way it resonates, ask yourself, how am I holding myself accountable? And I do believe in really good times. We hold ourselves accountable. You can set timers on your phone. You can make a commitment and write it on your calendar, but it's when we're going through those more dense transitional times where we can let ourselves down before we will let other people down, which is something that, you know, 
is sad in some ways, but comes with the healing. And at some point you will be moving into, and you will be someone that you really honor your word to yourself. And maybe you already do and you keep yourself accountable, but it is really important. So I want to ask you, what are your high stakes and how are you accountable? That really kicks an empath into motion because they feel why they have to do it. Feeling is so important for us. So the high stakes is like, I have to, I feel it in my bones. There's actually no other option. I have to show up because I've invested or I'm just sick of this. And I want better for myself, for my kids, for my life, for generational patterns. I want to heal this. I'm ready. What are your high stakes and how are you going to be accountable? And then my last point is basing or is piggybacking on accountability, which is support. For me, there's no way I could have discovered inner child healing without being supported by someone who's certified or gets inner child healing. Sometimes support has come through books. Sometimes support has come through online courses or a therapist or a mentor or a friend. Of course, we have so many ways in which you need to be supported and you need your different you need your different needs to be supported in different ways. So sometimes a partner or a husband or a wife or someone could support you in a way that other people don't or a best friend that really roots you on. Sometimes it's a mentor. That's a different type of support than your best friend is going to give you because they can maybe give you tools, give you actual you know, exercises to do or say the right things, prompt you in the right way or it can come through many different ways, but you have to get supported because I'm going to also, sorry, you don't have to. I just really heard myself being like, you have to. But I say this passionately from the bottom of my heart because I know what it's like to be an isolated, disempowered empath. And it is a hard road, a road where I did not grow very fast. I was in more torture than I was in bliss. I was in more stuckness than I was in magnetism because I was unsupported. And then people Yes, I'm going, where's all my support? <laughs> Why am I so unsupported? Because I wasn't getting supported, right? So for you, you may deal with a similar story of nobody cares or I'm alone or I'm unsupported. The way to combat that is to get support, whether it costs you, you know, it's an investment that you're up, you're putting money up front or you're investing time in yourself. You're connecting with a friend or like-minded people. I know there's, um, you know, from a few of the programs I've run, the, the, the clients or the members of the program have actually gone off to create their own little support groups that have been so powerful and transformative. And there's one that I'm thinking of that I think the program was over a year ago and now they meet, I'm pretty sure it's monthly and they have these powerful sessions, just the people from the group because they connected so deeply. So however support comes to you, go out and find it, go out and find it, be supported and remember that all of this is healable. You're an empath. You're a special person. You are a, a, you experience life differently than other people. So I want you to know that I get you. You are safe here. You are home here. And manifestation is a completely different journey for you. So if affirmations and good vibes and positive vibes only haven't been working for you, it's because that's not that's not the full picture. That is spiritual bypassing where we can go, I don't want to go there. I'm just going to go 
good vibes. I'm not going to look at my debt. I'm just going to focus on abundance. There's a mixing of the both of both. And it's not just about high vibes only and only feeling good and expecting yourself to only feel good. And in fact, the new way and how my teachings have shifted and what I'm bringing to activate it and will be bringing forward is actually really moving away from that. I don't believe you have to be in a good mood all the time. I don't believe you have to be high vibes only. I actually believe in authentically feeling your emotions, healing your energy, releasing what is not you, what is not serving you, grounding down, realizing that I need to do this now, becoming accountable, getting supported. And when you do these things and your version of these things, you become magnetic on autopilot because you're no longer thrown around by your emotions. You're no longer believing that you are not enough or that, you know, what this one person thinks of you is the truth or is the end all be all you're solid secure you're a whole authentic self and from that place you will manifest everything you want physical and non-physical because it comes from within you are magnetic you are a miracle you can experience this but it's going to be different for you than it is for a lot of the ways that people teach manifestation. It's not just going to come through journaling. It's not just going to come through mantras. It's going to come through you healing and being whole and alchemizing the shit you've been through and transformation. That is how you are going to manifest everything. And you're already on that path. You're already doing such a great job. And it is my honor to support you. So I really hope that this episode resonated with you. If it did, make sure to check out Activated. This is everything and more. It is for empaths. It is a manifestation portal of healing and reprogramming and support. And I cannot wait for you to be a part of it. Also, come check me out on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. If anybody takes a screenshot of you listening to the show, tags me in it and sends me a message saying, I just tagged you on Instagram. We will send you a free gift. So make sure to do that as well. I am so excited to support you. I hope that you really heard me today, that this moved the needle forward in your life. I love you. You're doing an amazing job and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in this show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. Oh,